welcome to episode 60 of I Dream of Cameras, the podcast about cameras and camera collecting. My name is Jeff Greenstein. And my name is Gabe Sachs. Welcome to episode 60. And ladies and gentlemen, the writer's strike is over. It is over. It is How do over. we feel? I, I think we feel good. I think we feel we won. good. We won. I think... Uh, we vanquished our foes. We did. We really did. And uh, I think it just gives a little more pep in our step for our podcast. So what more do we want? A little want? more... Absolutely true. Yeah. You know what? It was a vast step forward for organized labor. There you right? go. Absolutely. Look what we did. Yep. The auto workers, Mike Gutterman, they have us to thank for yes. advancing the cause of unions everywhere, <laughs> oh, right? We won oh, so definitely. they can win. I definitely You think Joe that. Biden would have gone out to a union picket line had we not won? Yes. There you go. <laughs> you want to be on the side of the winners. Always. Union, yes. All right. Always. <laughs> oh, Gabe, we're a little late with this one, and consequently, I've forgotten how to do it. What do we do first? I think what we should do is talk about the year that was 60 years ago. I think we what? would say that would be 1963. Wow. Okay. What do you think of All that? right. Uh, that's a special year for me. Uh, it really is a special year because without that year, I'd be doing this podcast alone and it would be three minutes an episode. Absolutely true. You know, I've never spoken of this on the podcast before. I was born on the last day of the Kennedy administration. Oh, my goodness. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean... If you know that, you can probably work out when my birthday is. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty spectacular. Very happy. But so, so then you're probably pondering in your head, what cameras came out yes. in 1963? Now, uh, listen, I'm definitely pondering. Okay, that. so this is this is interesting because I know this camera so well. It was sort of Kodak's line of Instamatic cameras. I and oh. my head, the 126 film format, I remember them. I remember the box they came in. I remember sure. you opened it up and, and you revealed this camera with a little compartment for your flash cubes. And I thought that was kind of the coolest thing ever. Um, and that was like that simple, you know, consumer targeted camera. Yeah. Everybody's and parents had them. Everyone had them. And I think that was the cool camera. And you just, you took it out. I mean, that was this pocketable in those days in their heads, like for the consumer yeah. who didn't know about anything else. Uh, it was a cool camera. You were the person with the camera at a party. And and I'll never forget that flash, those those four flash yeah. flash bulbs. It was uh, pretty amazing. But that I remember well. But I'll tell you one thing. There's a camera that came out in 1963 that you are well, well aware of. Oh, boy. Okay. The Olympus Pen F. Oh. Yeah. Are we talking the Gothic Pen F? We're talking the Gothic Pen F. Um, uh, let me ask this question before I begin even singing though, its even, praises. Wait, wait. You'll oh, be go sing. ahead. Even though its only drawback was that it was a half frame, yes, it came out. <laughs> yes, it did. Okay, let's talk about this. Yeah. Have you used one, Gabe Sachs? I have never, ever used a Pen F, and I... I think I have one. It's just broken. It was my dad's. And so oh, I have one, wow. but I've never I've never used it. It now you're getting me motivated oh. to get it fixed. Okay. But tell me all Let's about it because I need to know oh, about it. Oh my god. Okay. The Olympus Pen F is one of the most revolutionary camera designs uh, ever put forward. It was designed by the great 
Yoshihisa Maitani, mm -hmm. who is also the genius behind the Olympus Trip, the, Oly the whole Olympus Pen series, yep. the Olympus XA series, the Olympus OM-1. This guy is one of the great engineering designers of cameras. Boy, I really am having trouble putting the right words in the right order. No problem. <laughs> he had come with the original Olympus Pen, yeah. half-frame camera, in the late 50s, and they wanted to come up with a professional model. And Maitani went to his secret drawing board in the bowels of Olympus HQ and came out with a design that was so extraordinary. We had never seen a camera like this before. Let's start with the fact that this is an SLR with no penumprism on top. Right? Interesting. Okay. It has instead what you call a poro prism, which is an, I believe, asymmetrical side-mounted prism, which has a series of mirrors which go to the taking lens. So as a result, there's no hump on top. It looks like a Leica. His right. goal was to make an SLR with the form factor of a pocket Leica camera. The wow. other thing that this necessitated was a rotary shutter, a la a Bolex, a la a movie camera. Mm -hmm. So it has a round shutter with shutter speeds, I believe, up to 1 500th of a second. Uh, and the original Pen F, which has a Gothic F on the front, had no meter. But it kicked off the Pen F series, which later included the FT, the FV, etc., which did have meters. The FB did not, mm -hmm. but the FT did have a meter. But many people consider the original Pen F to be Olympus's masterpiece. It's extraordinary. I love mine. It is quiet. Eugene Smith, the renowned photographer, did ads for them because Olympus was trying to position this as a possible camera for professionals. I remember a print ad where they showed how an Olympus Pen F could fit in your shoe. That's how small it was. Love that. However, it is half a cookie. It is <laughs> half a cookie. Okay, like the whole Olympus Pen series, it shoots a vertical frame, okay, right. so portrait style, half frame camera, which may be why you've never picked yours up. Yeah, but I think I, I must. I feel it's one of those cameras oh. you love, and I just think I feel I have to do it. Now, I must tell you this it's rare this happens, but another camera, another camera that came out in 63 is yes. another one you know so well. Oh, the oh, Canon. Oh. Demi. Oh, hey, okay. See? Well, here's another half frame. It's half a cookie central. But isn't that it's interesting? It's almost like, it is interesting, and it's almost like my birth year. Yes. Is, I'm I'm like horoscopically linked. Now I'm understanding. half frame cameras. I have three Demis. Uh, I have the rare Canon Color Demi, which came in red, white, and blue for the Australian market to match the Australian flag. Do I shoot with them? No, my friend, I do not. But they sure look pretty. I love them. They're just them. not as usable to me as the Olympus pens, right. but they sure are pretty. They, and they, really, uh, they really look cool and they look beautiful on your shelf. Um, I will, I will uh, tell you this, the last thing. This is also very weird that it's your birth year. Oh, man. Is Polaroid came out with instant Polacolor film for the LAN camera. Oh, wow. How about that? Oh, and wow. the fascinating part of this to me is that it was introduced in Florida because it couldn't be expo oh. exposed in temperatures less than 60 degrees. <laughs> so that's where they did the intro? That's yeah. fantastic. Isn't that funny? Because, you know, 
this is not only that is funny and it's funny and ironic in another way i think a lot of people when they hear polaroid land camera think oh it's a camera i can't take on a boat right don't you right. think a lot of people think yeah. that? Like, oh, yeah. this is a land camera. If I want a camera <laughs> that I can take on a boat, I got to get a sea camera. Right, exactly. That's what I thought when I was a kid. That's I didn't so realize funny. it was named after. It would be like calling Kodak the Eastman camera. Right, exactly. Exactly. The one thing about the Polaroid uh, 100, and actually that, that ad for the color film was that the, yeah. the, the print ads were that a model was like lit with a single candlelight. Oh, nice. That was sort of the, nice. the big selling point. That's fantastic. There you go. So that's, Polaroid, that's the another thing I love. From 1963, Unbelievable. A great year. A great year for America. A great year for cameras. A great year <laughs> for the world. And definitely a very good year for me. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Well, Gabe, we have tons to cover. So much. Should, should we mention that we misled our uh, teeming millions of listeners by claiming this was going to be some sort of blockbuster episode? Or uh, do we just skitter past it? I think that? we just skitter past it. No. Yes, we did. We, there was a plan. There was some travel stuff. There was a bunch of things that uh, did not line up correctly, which is just fine. Yes. But uh, there will be, let's say there will be an episode in the next couple episodes that will be very special and worth waiting for. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yep. But guys, you know, we just want to keep you leaning forward. Yes. Expecting an amazing episode. Right. Okay, look, this is already, a, we're only 10 minutes into this. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> what do y'all want from us? Seriously. All right? Yes. Okay, we have a prodigious mailbag. It's extraordinarily prodigious. Would you like to tackle it now? Or should we tackle it toward the end of our hour? What would you prefer? I think we tackle it towards the end of the hour again. Okay, all right. Well, then we're going to dive into our list of topics, which is equally prodigious. I want to start by asking Gabe about something he mentioned to me in passing. Yes. Gabe said, I am going to do a major clear out of the camera collection. I am really going to bear down. Now, you guys remember, Marie Nikonda was a year ago. Who? Okay. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's she? This was supposed to happen a year ago. Gabe told me, I am really going to do it. And I said, well, oh, we should do an episode about it. Right. I am checking back with you, Gabe, to see if you made good on your vow. Here's what I did. I walked into my office. Ah. I looked at the cameras and ah. said, I'm going to do this really soon. Oh. No, I am going to – I – here's the deal. So I had this decision. I just said, that's it. I've just got – I want to shoot these cameras. And what's what's in the way are the cameras I'm not shooting, if that makes uh-huh. any sense. So they're just sort of right. – uh, you know, all the choices on and on. I'm going to get rid of the ones that I don't use. I'm going to sell them off. And then I – to uh, confirm that this was going to be the action I was going to take – I met yes. up with Dave Tata, who we love, great photographer. Yes. Um, and we sat down and I said, Dave, I am going to do something. I am going to get rid of the cameras that I'm not using. So I was so determined. I even yeah. put it out there in the world that this is what Fabulous. I'm going to do. Yeah. And I haven't done it yet. But I am going to do – the plan is, in fact, it has to be before the next episode. I am going to go through each shelf and I'm going to take the cameras that I have not used in a year. And there are plenty. All right. Yep. Okay. I'm eager to see if this actually occurs. Me too. Eager. All right. (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, here's another topic that I want to talk about. So I am back in New York City right now. 
Uh, I'm here for a bit. There's, this is going to be a travel in October for Jeff. I'm going to be all over the place uh, before returning to Los Angeles in November for my birthday month. Um, but I had to make a decision. What cameras to bring back to New York? Okay. Obviously, the X-Pan was coming with me. Right. Did I consider bringing both X-Pans? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I did. But I did not do that. Oh, my goodness. You didn't. That's interesting. No. Okay. I thought, okay, I already have a Minolta Peas right. in New York. Right. I have one in every city in America. Right. Okay. So I have the X-Pan. What is my additional bonus camera that I'm going to bring with me anticipating that this will be a camera that will go on these upcoming trips as the backup camera. Gabe, what do you think I did? I am going to now, guess. Do you want me to guess or you want to? Yes, please. Okay. I would like you to guess. This is this is my guess. My guess would be that it will be a classic SLR. Ah, that's just I mean, I'm I'm usually you would take something very small, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Gabe, it would have been a classic oh. SLR, and we will get to the classic <laughs> oh, no. SLR that I recently acquired later in today's broadcast. But no, I thought I have to bring a compact. Now, right. as a refresher for those of you who are longtime followers of this news organization, the last time I was outbound on a trip like this, the compact that I brought along was the Olympus XA4. Right. On the trip sequence before that, it was the Lights Minolta CL, okay? All very worthy cameras, okay? This time, I went in a different direction. Oh, my goodness. The Rolai. Yeah. The Rolai. <laughs> the Rolai 35SC. Yes. Wow. We're going to try this. I thought, you know what? I really want a pocket camera. Right. I really, really want a pocket camera, which really means for me either this baby or the XA4 because the Lights Minolta CL is not really pocketable, okay? Yes, the Minolta P's is pocketable, pocketable but I want manual control, baby. Right. The thing that I missed out on with the XA, as much as I love it, is full manual control. Hence, Rolai! The 35SE, I did a brief post about this on our Instagram, idreamofcameras.com, is the apex, the apotheosis, the pinnacle <laughs> of Roli 35 engineering. It is a lovely little camera with LEDs in the viewfinder for exposure, and it has a beautiful 40 millimeter sonar lens. Mine happens to be in immaculate condition, which is the only reason I slightly hesitated to bring it because one other thing that is known about this legendary camera is its propensity to dent. Oh boy. As I said on our Instagram, if you knock a corner of it against a marshmallow, it will dent. <laughs> but even so, cameras are made to be used. So I'm going to take this as the backup baby on the upcoming trips. What do you think of my decision? Look, I think it's a great decision. Tell me more about that lens. This is another camera oh. I have never used. So I'm okay. really interested. 40 millimeter, my favorite focal length, which means that even though this is a scale focused camera, and I know you are allergic to <laughs> yes, those I am. Acts, yes, I am. It means that it is extraordinarily forgiving where focus is concerned. Oh, wow. Okay, so, all right, because it's a 40. Mm -hmm. It's a medium wide, okay? And it is a sonar, S-O-N-N-A-R. Yes. An excellent lens. 
by the good people at Rolai. So I have found, and many people have called this, the pocket Leica. Okay, oh, wow. this is an excellent little lens. Okay, yes, it's little, but it's all glass. It extends, right, like that. Okay, uh -huh. um, and it focuses, let's see, minimum focusing distance, three feet. So okay. not quite a portrait camera, but pretty good for most totally applications. Um, we talked about this in our eye rolls and roll eyes episode many, many episodes back. But I love this little camera, and I don't shoot with it enough. So here we go. I'll let you go. guys know how it goes. When was the last time you got, uh, shot with it? Probably like a year or two ago. It's been a while because the camera that took its place in my pocket was the X-A4 uh, because it has that automatic exposure. But right. back into the rotation comes Zerolai. So that Very was my exciting. decision. I like it. Yeah. Uh, however. <laughs> oh, no. It is very interesting that you thought I might bring a vintage 35-millimeter SLR because as longtime listeners to this smash hit podcast will know, I have acquired a veritable passle, a boatload, an exaltation of those cameras in yes. recent months. Okay? I acquired a Canon F1. I acquired a Pentax Spotmatic F. I got two Mamiya C-Cores, a, a 1000 DTL and the rare and exotic 2000 DTL. Do you know where these cameras are? Los Angeles, California. Oh, All of them. right. Interesting. So I got the hunger, the hankering. Yeah. I, th I thought, oh, I, I, I think I need one. For precisely the reasons you described. It would yeah. not be nice to have a walk-around 35-millimeter SLR. And I have been fascinated of late with M42 screw-mount SLRs, specifically right. the Pentaxes. Oh, I left it out. I bought another Pentax, too. I got a Pentax S3 slash H3, right? So I have a lot of these, and they're all not with me. Oh, no. Would you be surprised to learn that this kicked off an adventure? No, I would not be surprised because <laughs> because most people, Jeff, would go, hey, buddy, Gabe, can you go to my house and send me one yes. of my cameras? But oh, no, I should. You, you have know, decided no, not to do I that. Sh you yeah. decided. What could I add? So do you remember way back in the mists of history when I purchased the Pentax Electro Spotmatic? Yes. Okay. The Electrospotmatic was Pentax's first attempt to make a shutter priority 35... No. Yeah. Aperture priority. <laughs> Aperture right, priority right. 35-millimeter SLR for M42 screw mount. I don't know why I thought that I would want the version 1.0 of this because really the Electrospotmatic, which was only marketed in Japan, was like the beta tester version. It had notoriously bad electronics, but no... I had to get it anyway. I got it. The meter worked. A month later, the meter failed. Wow. That so is I frustrating. It. I sold yeah. it because even though that is a perfectly adequate camera, I cannot have it in my house if it doesn't work. Recently, I started thinking about the other models in the Electro Spotmatic series, okay? Pentax cleaned up their act and they came out with a new version of the Electrospotmatic called simply the ES. 
I had thought it was available only in a black finish. Oh. Okay, turns out, we'll get to this later, turns out I was wrong. The ES was also notoriously prone to failure. So they followed it up with an improved ES2. Also, I thought, available only in black. The ES2 was the camera with which Penny Smith shot the cover of The Clash's London Calling album. A wonderful image. Yes. I found out, to my chagrin, that ES2s are rare in Chrome, but they do exist. Oh, my goodness. You know what happens next. (laughs) Not the usual. You wouldn't say that. So I started hunting, and I started looking, and I started corresponding with sellers on eBay. There are very, very few of these out there, guys. But I found one from a seller across the river in New Jersey. And it looked in gorgeous shape. The seller was uncertain about whether the meter functioned properly, uh, so I walked away. But then he came back at me with a rock-bottom price. I am talking under $100 for this camera and lens. You're kidding. Under $100 for a chrome finish ES2. And do you know what the kicker was? What? There was a sticker on the back that said demo. Okay, so like the dream. This is a dealer demo camera. Yeah. That's extra super cool. I could not resist. I bought it. I put the batteries in. The meter sprung to life. What a joy. What happiness. What disappointment when I discovered that even though the meter was reading the proper shutter speed, it was shooting at the same shutter speed every time. The electronic shutter was not picking up the information from the meter. Yesterday, the camera went to our trusty, dusty camera repair guy, and we will see if he can fix it. End of saga. Oh, my gosh. How disappointing, right? I don't know yet. I hope not. I hope it's not disappointing. We shall see. But uh, So you're just in in, uh, purgatory right now. You're not sure. I'm in purgatory. If this turns out to be a failure and I have to exile this thing from my house... Yet again, this will cure me forever of trying to have a Pentax ap- Aperture Priority automatic camera. Interesting. <sighs> Gabe, I throw <laughs> it to you. I want to ask you about some recent adventures you have had in the used camera universe, but I want to start with something that we haven't talked about in a bit, your Canon Flex RM. Did you run a roll through that? I... I ran a roll through it. It's just not all the way through it. Ah, uh, okay. All right. So we don't know. I'm looking at it. You enjoy I'm looking at it right shooting now. with it? No. I went shooting with okay. it, and I'm looking at it right now. Yes, that is a camera. I was just as soon as we were talking about the Demi that I went, oh, yeah, there's that camera. But okay. I did, and we are waiting. Maybe it'll happen during the show. Oh, I doubt it. yes. I did use my... Nikon 28Ti, which oh, was boy. lent to me, as you know. Yes. And uh, generously. Okay, William, wait. William I need to provide it. proper background. I'm very excited to tee this up. I have trashed 
the Nikon 35T. Oh yes, please on this go podcast. on. I think it is wildly overrated. To me, it is. Oh, get ready. The Annie Leibovitz of cameras. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even tell. Watch, you. see, see what I did there. See what I did there. Yeah. I've enraged two groups of people simultaneously. Right. I think it is fashionable, but ultimately empty of heart. Yeah. Like Annie Leibovitz. But anyway, uh, here's what I will say. Yes. I have put this out there a few times and enraged people. Well, Will Piper. Will Piper? Yes. Yes. Am I correct about that? You are Reached correct. out to Gabe Sachs and said, Jeff is wrong. Right. Because of you. Absolutely. <laughs> totally true. So he lent you a 28 Ti, which admittedly I've not shot with. Same I, camera, yep. wider lens, black right. finish, right. and you shot with it. I want to hear about your experience shooting with it. Okay. I First of all, I love the size of it. Sure. I love the dials on top. It just look cool. That's all I could say about them. I yeah, think I they know. look cool, and yeah. I think they're interesting, and I think when you're around people, they're all like, what is that machine? And then they find out it's a film camera, and of course, they ask, can you still get film developed? On and on. You go through yes. that rabbit hole. But yeah. I love the look of it. It's a little noisy. I will say that it's oh, a little noisy okay. when you take pictures. Um, it seems easy to focus. It reminds me a little of the Contax T2. Um, so I'm not sure if I'm focused or not. Okay, but let me stop you right yes, there. Did you find that the autofocus picked the right thing to focus on. Well, I will know that when I get my film back, which will uh, be today. It's supposed to be today. So next wow. episode, I could report on it. I'm very excited to get it back. Okay. This was my primary complaint with the thing was slow and inaccurate autofocus. So that I'm very excited to see. Of course, the, did you shoot color with this thing? I shot color with this thing. That's the other thing is I found that the lens was entirely boring. <laughs> oh <boy>. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the other thing I'm eager to hear about. But you found the shooting experience pleasant. It is pleasant to shoot with. Right. I thought it was pleasant to shoot with. I, again, I love the look of it. And um, hopefully huh. something good comes of it. I just, I don't know the camera well enough. So, um, but I just, I, I would alternate between going from P and A. You know, there's yeah. not a lot of controls there. Yes. Um, no, there's not. But, uh, I, I thought it was fun. So let's see what happens. And if the pictures come out well, I will probably enjoy this camera. And uh, when I return it to William, I'll ask him more about uh, others. There you go. Okay. You said it reminded you of the Contax T2. Is that correct? Yes. The one that I sold because I was so angry at it because I couldn't get one shot good yeah. out of it. Yeah. Interesting. See, these are <laughs> it, when you said to me it reminded me of the Contax T2, I immediately see that as a detriment. Hmm. That, to me, says expensive fashion accessory. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited to hear about those results. By the way, during this very podcast, I just got an email from Picture House slash The Small <laughs> oh, Dark Oh, my Room goodness. With my latest roll of double X through the Minolta P's. Oh, that's exciting. About that? So yeah. I will be looking at that momentarily. Okay. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about. Okay. You know, we uh, often like to mock our good friends at Polaroid, okay? Right, right. Uh, but they did come out with a new camera, and it is a camera which you saw in action. Could you talk about that, Gabe Sachs? Yes, I will tell you. So I, as you know, I when I went to New York, I spent the day with Sissy Lou, one of my favorite people. 
And uh, we were photographing with a camera that had not been released yet at the time. And of course, I posted pictures of Sissy and the camera and Sissy was all for it until we both realized, wait, that camera hasn't been released yet. And then uh, people were sort of pointing out going, wait, what is that camera? And anyway, it came out a few weeks later, so all was fine. But it's this really cool uh, I2. It's a new Polaroid. It's it looked like a really well-built Polaroid camera. So if you think in your head of an SX-70 with a bigger lens and sort of a you'd have more control over it and you see a nice LED readout and it's beautiful. I think it's really, really, really cool. And uh, Sissy has been shooting pretty much nonstop with it. So she's really enjoying it. And I think people are enjoying the fact that it's a camera that gives you more control and it's an instant camera and it's a new camera. So that's something I think yes. that people are responding to and it's a little, you know, it's more together than the Instax, I think. And I think that, you know what I mean? People are going, oh, yeah. wow, this is a real substantial uh, piece of machinery that we can take these instant pictures with. And I think that uh, some really fun stuff's going to come out of them. Okay, let me ask you a couple of questions about it based on your observation of this thing. Yes. Is this superior to buying a excellent condition uh, SX-70 or Polaroid 690? In other words, an older, you know, OG Polaroid camera. Is it superior to doing that, in your opinion? No. Not superior? No. Okay. Is that I, except, because of the... Except for one thing. Except for one thing. Yes. You can put a different lens on it. So in other words, you yeah. can actually, I think, if I have this correct, I'm sure you will all destroy me if I'm wrong, but it's the, uh, I think you can a- a t- get an adapter for it and put uh, M42 lenses on it. It's something <gasps> well, like that. Yes. It's something, okay. there's something in that world. You can get an adapter and put a lens on it. Now, we should also point out this does not use the SX-70 or 600 film. It uses the I-Type film, which does not include a battery, right? right? And I believe this camera has a rechargeable, not replaceable I think battery so. in it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It also costs, we haven't talked about this part, six bills, baby, $600. Yeah, yeah. Is the fit and finish commensurate with what you would expect from a $600 camera? Yes, I really do. Well, I think it's I think it looks great. I th- it feels like the build is great. I held it, you know, uh again Sissy is uh using it all the time and she seems to of course get great stuff out of it. You know, I would like to use it and then I can give a real evaluation and and yeah. see what it's like, but yeah, I mean you're making a commitment if you're spending that much money. For sure. You know, on that camera. Okay. All right. All right, interesting. Let's hear from the teaming masses, okay? I want to hear attitudes from people who have seen the press release for this thing and seen the results. And if we have anybody out there who's actually used it, we want to hear from you too. What do you think? I saw a lot of cynicism about this when this was released, which surprised me. Don't we keep saying, gang, what we want is cameras. We want new machinery from people, okay? And now uh, Polaroid finally does what we want. They don't put out a Bluetooth speaker. They put out an actual camera, and you guys are cynical. What did you think a new Polaroid was going to cost, guys? Did you think it was going to be 150 They did that for you. 
They did that with the Polaroid Go or Polaroid Now or the Polaroid Go Now or whatever it was called. They did that for you. This is their pro-grade version of like the Mint, right? Right. Where you have control over shutter speed and aperture and so forth. Gabe, I have to take a break here to tell you to look at the image I just sent you. Okay. Hold Via on, text. ladies and gentlemen. All right. Oh, we don't I often do this. I love this. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. That is, Yeah, that's from the Minolta P's, baby. That's a Minolta P's? Is this in New York? Yes, that was oh, in Russ and Daughters. Oh, I love it. I'm going to post this oh, image. please I got to say, that, I mean, that's X-Panish. Yeah, that's pretty great. I mean, not bad. Chris Chu took the picture. Yes, thank okay. you, Chris Chu. He knows Chu. what he's doing. Yes. All right, we'll post this picture. Okay, on we go. So that's our notes on the uh, Polaroid I2. One other feature I want to do. We Okay, I think we have time for this. <laughs> All right, I had an idea. Uh-oh. This may be This may be suicidal to do this, okay? But... I thought we might take a beat here, unless, Gabe, you tell me you don't want to do this, in which case I'll cut this intro. We reveal the contents of our eBay watch lists. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what do you think? I love it. Do you want to do I this? I think it's great. What a great idea. Now, this obviously is suicidal, because when we put this out, and we're going to put this out promptly, you guys notice I don't edit the shows anymore, okay? So they go out very, very short time after we record them. It's live, So baby. we're recording this. Yeah, we're recording this on Thursday, September 28th. It'll be out on the 28th or the 29th or 30th or something. You guys could go in and skunk us. You could go right in and buy these things out from under us. We provide a service to you by finding tasty items on eBay that you can steal out from under the hosts. Yes. How about that? Gabe. Let's alternate. You want to go first? I'll go first. I just have a few, okay. but I mean, you're going to... Well, I have about 10. I know. Okay, but, <laughs> Shocking. Okay, but go ahead. No, okay. Why are you surprised? Uh, I am going to start with my, as you know, original Nikon F. Now, a lot of people <gasps> send me the black Nikon F, which I have, the Photomic, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yes. I want the original eye-level brassing sure. dented everyone does uh, yes. dented version of that uh i i can't say dented because you wouldn't believe what i get back on my search uh but that's uh that's that's my first one okay question yeah do you need the original nippon kogaku triangle logo on this thing or do you not care i do not care okay <laughs> All right, I would. Of course you would. My Nikon, my Nikon F, which is Chrome, because right. you know Chrome cameras are better, uh, has the Nippon Kogaku logo on it. Right. Okay, that's thing one. Okay, I am reading, I guess this is in, I don't know what order this is in. Uh, oh, this is based in, okay, this is in order by how soon they're ending. Okay, item one. <laughs> this is from a seller in Japan. Mint in box, Minolta peas. Okay, now... <laughs> I hear you say, Jeff, don't you have like five of these? Okay, this is the gold one. Okay, admittedly, I'm going to reach right in here. Gold one. Okay, I have a couple of these already, but this one comes in the original Japanese packaging with all the instructions and something I have never seen before, a little drawstring bag with the P's logo on it. Never seen this before. That's interesting. Brown drawstring bag with the P's logo and the original packaging. By the way, under 100 bucks. okay? That is my first thing. Second thing, Gabe, go to it. 
the Roloflex <gasps> Tele Roly. Oh. This is one that I've looked at uh, for years. Yeah. They never owned one? They never owned one. I've never used one. I um, go back and forth whether I definitely need one, but it's yeah. pretty, um, pretty fantastic. Nice. Is it hugely expensive? Well, yeah. I mean, there it's they're <laughs> anywhere from twenty five hundred. There are some yeah. cheaper ones. It just you know you're not sure of the condition, and with those, I really, I want to make sure they're really good. Okay. All right. Tell a roll of flex. By the way, on the streets of New York yesterday, I was walking back from. All right, I'll just say it—a dance lesson with my girlfriend—and uh, <laughs> came across. Wait, and excuse I passed, me. What did you just say? I, I know, I know, I know. I just skipped that part. Um, and uh, a woman walking toward us, an older woman, had around her neck a Mamiya C330. Oh wow, I love it. I went wow, and she jumped. I don't know what she thought. I, and, and of course, I said, "Oh my God, C330, the Diane Arbus camera," and it was gigantic. You know, you don't see a lot of those out and about right. on the streets. That is a big ass camera. Anyway, okay. Did you give her a sticker? I hope I didn't have a sticker on oh me, but goodness. I told her about the show. Okay. okay, next up, next item: neck, shoulder, nylon strap for Hasselblad X-Pan or X-Pan Two. This is not the actual one. This is some aftermarket thing in Hong Kong for 35 bucks that says the Hasselblad logo on it and happens to fit my X-Pan. Why, you say, Jeff? Do you want a neck strap? Well, the neck strap saved my ass on the Hasselblad, and right now the strap I have on it is says Canon on it. Ah, uh, there you go. Ne next up, Gabe Sachs. My next one is, ladies and gentlemen, the... I'm sorry to continue with this. You can see what's going on in my head. Yes. Roloflex SL66. <sighs> Does I, it work? I know. And this is my dream. And everyone says, don't get it because it's going to break down. And when it breaks down, it's super expensive to fix. And and uh, it's very frustrating. But I love it. I love the look wow. of it. And I just think yeah. you can get Everything I love out of the TLR will be very cool. SL66. You're going to do it at some point. Yeah, I see probably. it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, again, probably wildly expensive, right? Uh, yeah. They're expensive <laughs> for a camera that's probably not going to work. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? True. That's the biggest issue yeah. I have with it. Next up for me, a this is going to surprise you, the Rolai. C35. What? Do you know what a C35 uh, is? Yes, I've seen it. Okay. These are comparatively rare. They were only made for a year or yep. two. This is the version of the Roli 35, Zingo, but has no meter. That's interesting. It's rather cheap. Uh, even though these things are fairly elusive, I emailed the seller. He doesn't seem to know if it actually works or not. He says, here's one thing that I thought was kind of funny in the listing. Um, he says something like, I don't have a battery, so I haven't tested it. Hmm. Dude, this camera has no meter. Doesn't need a battery. Oh, no. <laughs> doesn't need a battery. Doesn't take a battery. But I have it on my list. If I can get it cheap as a knockabout pocket camera, or I don't care if I dent the corners, that might be fun. I think that's a good one. Yeah, roll IC35. Okay, next up. That makes me very happy. Um, 
So my next camera is going to be a weird one, but it's the Kiev 60. With, I don't know what that with is. With the Volna 3 camera. It's a, I believe, oh. if I have this right, it's a Pentacon 6 TL copy. and yes. But it has this Volna 3 lens, which has eluded me for years, and I've loved the portraits that have come out of it. So that's a camera that I get very excited about. Wow. Okay. Russian, Russian camera, obviously. Yeah, you've mentioned this. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Okay, my next one, I've actually mentioned on this podcast before. It's the four parts Pentax SB2. This is a variant of the Pentax S2 that was only sold on Japanese military bases, and so they are incredibly rare. And yet, this camera, $56 You're kidding. on eBay. Oh, boy. I mean... I'm sorely tempted, except I have a bunch of these Pentaxes now, and I don't need another one that's broken. I'm surprised nobody bought it after our last broadcast, by the way. Right, right. Yes, but it's sitting out there, guys, ripe for the picking. I like that. Next up, Gabe. Uh, my next one is a really weird, really weird one. I've never used it. I've only seen it. I'm not even sure if I can believe it, but do you know the Fuji Pet? Oh, no. What's a Fuji pet? Is so, that like a Tamagotchi? So the Fuji, Fuji film, Fuji pet is a six by six medium format camera, which I, it says medium format. I'm very suspicious about this camera, but I, I did see it. I'm going to send you it so you can actually look at it and say, what is this? This can't be real. Okay. Okay. Um, But it, uh, it's, it's one of those cameras that. Oh, that interesting. Oh my god! I know. What? What? I can't what figure it out. Vintage is this? I I can't. Wow. It looks. I mean, the form factor is slightly different, but it's kind of like the Perkeo, only right, like in a right. smoother package, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Is it's not? It's a scale focus. Or that is I, this? Wait a second. Or is this you. like a Diana? Is this an all plastic camera like a Diana? I think it is. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah, it looks Diana-ish, but cool. Look at Gabe. That thing is so cheap. I know. I know. All right. All right. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Never heard of it. Where See? did you hear about this thing? See, I, you know, I'm sure someone had it that was doing some artsy okay. stuff on uh, Instagram. Okay. Next up, oh, this is a lens. It's the Hasselblad X-Pan 30mm f5.6 lens with filter, caps, hood, and case. Do you really need it? Let me tell you why I don't. <laughs> I'm going to start with the price. I have never seen one of these for under $3,000. Okay? This one is slightly north of that. Right. Here's the other thing. Unlike the other two lenses that are available for the X-Pan, it's a 5.6. The other two are F4s, which is already on the slow side. Right. Okay? It requires an external finder. I hate that. Right. It also vignettes so badly that you use a center filter with it, which means it's not really a 5.6. It's an F8. Hmm. <sighs> you know what this all says to me? What? You really don't need it. I that's why it's sitting on my watch list. <laughs> it, I, I, uh, I have tried shooting with the Nikon tilt shift lens instead, which is a 2.8, which is admittedly a bit of a kludge, but it works. Right. What do I need this for? I don't, but it's sitting on the watch list just in case he drops the price to a buck fifty. Next up, Gabe. 
Okay, next up is something weird that I have wanted for a long time. And I don't know if you know this camera, but I've never even held one. But yes. I've always loved the look. I'm going to send that to you, too. It's the Calamar Reflex. Ooh, and it's I a think I've heard of six this. by six SLR. To me, yeah. it's beautiful. I, wow. I'm really thinking of uh, getting it. I'm sending yeah. it to you now. And wow. I think it is just spectacular. It's just one oh, of those that's cameras. Beautiful. No, I have not seen this. And I can't quite Golly. figure out, you know, I'm I need to I'm doing I'm in the middle of research on this camera, but I'm really fascinated with the lens setup. Sure. You know, I just really want to see what, you know, who makes it, you know, all that kind now, of stuff. Now this is not this is not interchangeable lenses, right? See, this it's is what I can't lens. tell. It looks interchangeable. I know. Weirdly. It looks, it definitely looks. Uh, uh, Caligar it, lens. Yeah. Again, not, not wildly expensive. It does say, wait, shutter not working. Did you see that part? Yeah, I saw it because no one's going to fix that camera. So it's finding one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Glass lens without, so, wow, that looks interesting. Boy, yeah. I've never heard of that camera before. Fascinating. Okay. Next up from me. <laughs> this is so dumb. It's an Olympus Infinity Stylus Limited number 03584 of 10,000. This is a, a limited edition of the Olympus Infinity Stylus in shiny chrome. How about and? that? How about that for <laughs> stupid? That's it. It's got a mirror finish. It's rare. Well, if it's rare, you have to have it. That's the, that's no, the rule. No, I don't. I don't want a stylus. I don't want that. Right. Don't want it. Anyway, it's sitting out there. Somebody buy it. Somebody buy it. Take a picture of yourself with it. Exactly. I, I don't need it as stylist. Okay, next up, game. Okay, so this everyone's heard a million times, but it's the Plowbell Makina or Makina oh, yeah. uh, 670. Yeah. It's so portable, and, I, you know, I, the pictures I've seen from it are just spectacular. Like, that seems like an everyday cam carry camera for me and i've never yes. even had it yeah wow maybe when i'm getting rid of stuff and narrowing things down i can get that yeah there you go yeah there you go yeah all right yeah everybody wants a plowbell machina i saw a guy by the way who posted on one of the uh, facebook groups today he had taken his machina and put one of those digital backs on it oh interesting one of those i'm backs. right you've heard of those things it looks so stupid <laughs> It's like, dude, just get a digital kit. What are you doing? Right, exactly. Just, you have a Plowbell Machina that was cool. <laughs> what are you doing, man? All right, next up is an item on my list where I have two of them oh, wow. on the list. They're identically priced, but they're from two different sellers in two different countries, so I have to assume it's two different cameras. It is a camera we've talked about briefly on this podcast, the Nikka 3L. I don't, yeah, this? I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it's very rare. It is a uh, like a screw mount uh, lens, right? right? It's uh, the for but it looks very modern. Do you know this machine, Gabe? Should I send yes, you the link please. to this thing? Um, they are beautiful looking, and I will tell you. Okay, this is where it, where it gets stupid. Okay, the thing about this camera that appeals to me is it looks so smooth and modern. Right. It has a thumb winder on the back that is so sexy, and it is a chrome camera, but with a panel on top that is black paint with the Nikka logo cut out of it in white. Oh, wow. In yeah. It's so gorgeous and sexy. This is a 35-millimeter rangefinder camera. 
again, it's not crazy, crazy expensive. Maybe right. I'm saying that now because now that I'm in X-Pan land, anything <laughs> under $3,000 looks cheap. But uh, God, that Nika white on black and that sans serif font, it is just beautiful. So right. I have two of these on my watch list at exactly the same price. One has a case, one doesn't. They both come with a lens. I don't know. One of these days, baby. One yeah, of these no, days. I, I get it. I, I understand that clearly. All right. You're up. Um, you know, it has to be the Mimiya 6 or the Mimiya 7. Wow. And, okay. Uh, this is another one that I'm, you know, I'm always jealous at the camera meetups, appears in cameras or LA Photography Club. You know, when yes. someone has one of these, I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to have one of those and sold it for almost nothing because I didn't think I would use yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Uh. Okay. All right. We're going to do, I have an idea for something we're going to do at the end here. The next thing up on my list is an Alpa 10D half frame. Oh, interesting. That's right, folks. It's the, it's, I didn't know that the 10D came in a half frame. I thought the only half frame Alpa 10 series SLR was the 10S, uh, of which I've watched three or four go by on eBay. But here is a 10D. Uh, comes with the Ingenieur. 28 millimeter f 3.5 lens it is wildly expensive uh not quite as expensive as that uh Hasselblad lens right. it lo looks to be in gorgeous condition uh interestingly the seller did not provide a photo oh no he did uh, he did he provided a photo of the back open to confirm that it is half frame uh anyway it's sitting out there, guys. If you've been looking for an Alpa half frame the way I have, this is where you'd find it. I like that. One, I, I mean, it's half a cookie. Why do I need it? Right, I have, have an Alpa full frame that I'm not shooting with enough, but there you go. <laughs> you have plenty of half cookies. Um, next up, Gabe. I, I Look, the next, I mean, there's, there's that's that's pretty much sort of the, the bulk of it. Um, there is a, you know, when I come across cross lenses you know yes. i'll see this like a vintage schneider lens or some lens that you know any of the french manufacturers in the day yeah um that i'll i'll actually just put those in and try and find specific vintage lenses and just sort of dream about what they might look like even though i never use them yeah so i'm often doing that so there's like a schneider um 80 millimeter f4 mm. uh retina which i'm i've been looking at but again have not they're they're super cheap i can't even begin to tell you how cheap they are but wow. but those are things that i get interested in it's like in that sort of rabbit hole going down there and that's uh that's pretty much my watch list okay i have a couple more that i'll go through go for fast. it sure the next thing is a book <laughs> oh boy it's a book called OM's Challenge, the Olympus Film Camera Story. Do you know who the author is? Yoshihisa Maitani. Well, then that's a reason to get it. There you go. This is his memoir. Yeah. The book is over $100, and it has one other problem. It's in Japanese, and I don't speak Japanese. So I would be buying this book to look at the pretty pictures. Yes, but I bet you know someone close to you that speaks Japanese. I mean, my son does <laughs> speak Japanese, but, uh, you know... What am I going to do? <laughs> I have a read so it to this you. thing, it, it's been sitting on my watch list for quite some time. One of these days I might get it. But uh, yeah, it's Maitani's memoir. I love and that. And it's, yeah, one of these days I'm going to get that thing. Also, okay, 
I have talked briefly on this podcast about my Robot Royal 24. Mm -hmm. This is an extraordinarily well-made clockwork drive camera that is built like a tank. Right. Even more brutally engineered than a Leica or an Alpa. Uh, there is a Robot Royal 36 that shoots full frame 35 millimeter, and there is the Robot Royal 24, which I have, which I was fascinated with because it is one of very few cameras that shoots a square frame, 24 by 24. Oh, interesting. Well, guess what? What happened? I didn't know this, but there's also a Robot Royal 18, a half frame <laughs> Robot Royal. There's very, apparently they're quite rare, and there is one sitting out there on eBay. Oh my so, god. Then there is a 100-foot roll of Panatomic X that someone is selling. Okay, Panatomic X is my favorite black-and-white film stock. It's sitting out there. It's expensive, but Panatomic X is amazing. There is a book on the Roll-I-35 that the Leica store in Lise is selling. And finally, and this is only on there so I can keep an eye on it, I mentioned earlier that I had bought a Mamiya Secor 2000 DTL, which is a camera I did not even know existed. Uh, they're incredibly rare. I got mine for $120. Well, there is one on eBay for $950. And I have it on my watch list. Why? Just so I can feel smug. Interesting. That's it. It's just there for me to watch and feel good about what a bargain I got. Wow. Gang, that concludes the eBay watch list section. Now... I'm going to say one other. I'm going to say two other things. First of all, we are going to have to save the entirety of the prodigious mailbag for next week's episode. Yes. It's late in the day. I don't think we want to squeeze in 36 emails. <laughs> there we you go. We want to give our correspondents their due. So, prodigious mailbag will be kicked to our next episode coming out a couple weeks hence. I want to ask you a question. Okay, yes, we have talked about our eBay watch list, and guys, feel free to rob us, okay? And if you do so, write in and rub our faces in Exactly. It, okay? Yeah. All right? Okay, or actually, I believe the expression is rub our nose in it. <laughs> you rub somebody's nose in it, you throw it in their face. There you I go. don't like when people conflate those two yes, expressions. Don't okay. Do that. So feel free to rub our noses in it and throw it in our face. Okay. You have a magic genie appears. Yes. Okay? Okay? A magic genie appears and says, Gabe Sachs, I will grant you. I will grant you. How do genies talk? <laughs> It's some sort of accent that you have perfected, I'm sure. That's it. There you go. I will grant you one item from your eBay wish list. One item only. Oh, no. Gabe. Gabe, you you released me from my bottle. You may have one item from your wish list. What would you like? One item. Any of them that you want, regardless of price. Oi. It's... It's... It's so tough. It's it's okay. So I yeah, would I probably know. say. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I would probably say. I know it's hard. It would be the <laughs> and there's no choices. That's a problem. Uh, I'm thinking carry around. I think it's a tough one. I would probably say this is crazy. It, it yes. literally the top two are SL sixty six and the Plavel Makina, knowing right. okay. that that thing's going to be broken, and it's yeah. fine, which is fine, you know. Um, yeah. 
But I you gotta pick one. You have to. I, Dave, uh, I told you, you have to pick one. <laughs> this is so sad. It is very sad. I would probably do the plowbell, Machina or Machina, whatever. You it know is. what? I I think that's a very wise choice yep. because that is a camera you will actually shoot with, and there. My understanding is those are fairly hardy cameras. Yeah, fairly. they're really well made. Yeah, and they're and actually it's like nothing you have. And, there's some that come up for sale that are really reasonable. It's like they'll be really, they're yeah. like 2,600, then they'll go below 2,000, then they'll be you know, 1,600. And so all they're right. all well, over the place. Gang, gang, you know, uh, uh, I, I told this story in terms of a magic genie, but Gabe's birthday is coming up in October. <laughs> so if any of you wants to buy him, yeah, a, they have uh, nothing else Machina, to do with uh, that he, money. Yeah. I mean, look. This is our 60th episode, okay? Don't yep. you want to reward him for his yeoman service? Do you pay for this podcast? No, you do not. Of we have provided not. this service. By the way, we're also coming up on our anniversary. Do you know November 2020, not long after my birthday, was when we started this adventure? Mm-hmm. So maybe you want to give Gabe the big show, a birth anniversary gift. Yeah, maybe yeah. it is. Maybe yeah. it's our third anniversary show that's the big yeah. one. But guys... <laughs> Don't you want to give Gabe a gift to thank him for his yeoman service? I don't need it, okay? <laughs> I don't need it. I think those who have followed the events of the last eight months know that the genie already gave me my wish. Yes, Jeff okay? got so his gigantic gift, and it doesn't take pictures. I got the greatest wish of all time, okay? Yes, so yes. I don't need anything. But Gabe, <laughs> get him. Anyway, okay, what would I pick? Magic genie says to me. Okay, so yes. you would pick the, what did you say, Machina. You yeah. know why that's smart? I just want to say one more time. It's not like a camera you already have. The SL66 is a Hasselblad in roll-eye clothing. 100%. Okay. Which leads me to, gosh, if I'm going to apply that same... God, this is tough, man. Okay. So the things that stick out would be the absurd 30-millimeter lens, 30 millimeter lens right. for the X-Band. Right. Okay. Not going to do it. The Alpa 10D half frame. Right. Not going to do that either. By the way, did you notice all the year of the dog cameras are gone? Um, I deleted them yeah. from my wish list. Interesting. I, I don't need the Robot Royal 18 either. Do you know what I would choose? This is interesting and clarifying. I would choose the Nika 3L. Look, that's a beautiful camera, and I think that that's a camera that you would love. That seems like I right up your alley. Have, weirdly, I mean, I have couple of Leicas, a Canon P, but I don't have a lot of 35 millimeter rangefinder cameras. And a Nikka 3L would slot into my collection really nicely and I know I would shoot with it. And I could use my Canon screw mount lenses on it. It looks like a very pleasant camera. So yeah, I'm surprising myself. That's what I would choose. Guys, write to us at... <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing lurking on your eBay wish list that you would buy if a Magic Genie granted you a wish? Right. Okay? We're going to do probably a full-bore, prodigious mailbag episode in a couple of weeks and just spend the whole hour with your guys yeah. because you need our attention. Of course. Okay? But I don't want anyone who has been sitting, waiting to hear their email acknowledged to feel somehow discouraged or sad. Please continue to write to us. Our email address is idreamofcameras at gmail.com. The prodigious mailbag lives. It does. Okay. Gabe, wow. 
Was there anything else you wanted to cover oh, in today's got so episode? Many we just hit the one hour mark. Uh, okay, I'm just going to say them very quickly. Yes. Okay? Number one is this. Uh, please check out this YouTube documentary series called The Wrong Side of the Lens. Yes. I think this is absolutely spectacular. It's yes, it Josh is. Ethan Johnson. You should check out his photography as well. Amazing street photography. But The Wrong Side of the Lens on youtube is amazing you'll see street photography documentaries i'm just telling you just watch it each one has its own personality right. it's it's amazing um our own fred Corey's other half amy mata has taken a deep dive into photography as well she's <laughs> taking a class right now and she shot Great. she just dove right in and she shot her first rock concert like a real rock concert wow yep. amazing yep, had crazy access uh, and and the fact that she dove right in is just amazing. She got incredible pictures, but that is the way to do it. It's like, I think we're, you know, this made me think a lot about all the information that we have access to on the internet. Yeah. And sometimes before you even use the camera, it's like how I was with Sunny 16 and on and on. I'm looking, well, what's the exact yeah. setting and what I need to find out the exact this and the exact that. And I need to find out everything about the camera, everything about the lens without just going out there and just using it. And I yeah. think that's something she actually did. Just go out there and use the camera and sort of learn. What is she all shooting with? She is shooting with a Canon. And I recommended that she buys a fixed lens and not the kit lens that came with it. It's a, she bought a 50 millimeter 1.4. Wow. And nice. she's shooting the heck out of it and having a great time at the same time. So that's great. Wonderful. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. God, yep. fantastic. Well, that leads us, I believe, to our acknowledgments, Gabe. Yes, it does. Who do we have to thank? I think we have to thank Keith Greenstein for giving us the most amazing look of all podcasts. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. Yes, um, yes. And also these incredible new stickers. If you see us on oh, the street yes. somewhere, we will be giving out stickers. Hail us! I will have them with me at all times, and if I don't, they will be in my I'm car. I'm going to try and do the same because I learned my lesson. Yeah. Uh, when I ran into this C330 gal, here's what they look like. They're peel away stickers with our tr wonderful logo I and uh, our contact info. So yes, please accost us if you see Wait, us in hold New York those or up Los again. Angeles. Let's, let's hold those up again. They I'm holding it up again. People are going to see them. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, yes. So demand demand satisfaction if you see us. Yes, exactly. And uh, ladies and gentlemen. And. Amy Mata's other half, Fred Corey. Yes, uh, correct. Our amazing musical genius who's given us our sound and our sound bites. Thank you, Fred. Correct. Yes, there were none of them in this episode because we had no mailbag. By the <laughs> exactly. way, Fred, we need a, uh, we're going to bring back our Roll the Dice segment when we have more time. We need a uh, music cue for that. Oh, yes, uh, Fred. Fred, get on you. it. Yes. Um, uh, Okay, well, here's how you can find us. As we mentioned, we love to hear from you. Email us at idreamofcameras at gmail.com. You may go to idreamofcameras.com for our merch designed by Keith and for every single episode we've ever done, including links to the cameras and items that we mention in those shows. Okay, so go there and have fun. We are idreamofcameras on Instagram. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Gabe Sachs is Gabe Sachs on Instagram. I am S. Jeff Greenstein because Jeff Greenstein is a tax fraud felon who has fallen off the front page of the Google search. Yes. Results. Fantastic. 
Um, golly. Uh, what a fun show. So much Golly. Fun. Love it. Uh, more of us, less of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, though. No, Seriously, come on. We, we love our listeners. You. We love our, yes, we love our listeners. And uh, without you, we would not be the smash hit podcast. Gabe, walk us. Oh, one other thing. Yes. Leave us a review on iTunes. Please, Don't please, praise us please. in an email. Yes, Go please. to iTunes, write a review, give us five stars, baby. You know we deserve it. It is a way that helps people when they are searching for photography podcasts to find us. We'd so okay. appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. We would so appreciate it. And if you do something fun, we'll read it on the damn show. Exactly. Okay. All right. Gabe Sachs, kindly walk us out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, when you go get a camera, get outside and shoot with it. Forget there's an internet. Take that camera, just experiment, shoot it. You will be very close to it. It'll be close to your heart and you will take amazing pictures. I promise we will see you next episode.